Hello, my name is Stephen Smith, the owner of 3Pi Squared, and this is the ABA Business Leaders Podcast. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our membership program. 3Pi Squared has helped over 700 ABA practices start up and expand. Our membership has over 45 hours of content from experts in the fields of law, accounting, diversity and inclusion, childhood development, mindfulness, business development, HIPAA compliance, marketing and branding, billing, and more. We also have discounts on things like our 3Pi Squared handbooks, professional liability insurance, background checks, HIPAA compliant email, contacts, calendars, and cloud storage. The membership also includes 33 CEUs, live Ask Us Anything events where you can come on and ask your questions as you're going through the program. And in our app, you can also add anonymous questions and get your answers. To learn more about the membership, please go to our website, www.3pisquared.com and click on ABA Business Leaders. And now let's get to the episode. That was awesome. That came. <laughs> we, we were just discussing who's starting, who's who's doing that. Not me. Not, not, not me. Oh, I'll do it. Oh, oh, we're going now live right now. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining us today. We are going to be talking about the traveling workspace today, as a lot of us are in the business of uh, working from home working from local coffee shop, working from your car. Hmm. We probably should have included a slide in there about working in your car, Um, working in our clients' homes. Yes, there are quite a few of uh, you guys out there who are also working in a clinic setting and may have an actual real designated office within your clinic and your staff also come to work, work at the clinic and then go home. Um, But there is a big portion of us who work all over the place Mm -hmm. um and uh, i was just telling steven as we were talking about this segment that it's kind of funny we were like the og working from home people we were part of that right um as especially as aba business owners who um are starting their own practice and you know the first step for most of us has been starting from working from home even before covid sent us all working from home and making it more of a normal occurrence so yeah so i guess we can uh get started on the the slide and just something to to set to know i I don't know in our aba business leaders membership we go into a lot of detail about the clinic side of things what to have how to sign a lease um like setting it up uh, getting furniture, you know, all of that. So this is really dedicated to uh, the, the traveling workspace, right? Where you're, you're just a mobile unit and, and you're going from home to home uh, and making sure that you set things up so it's private and secure and dedicated, I guess, right? So working in the client's home and you're going to see kind of a general theme to most of this. 
uh, but you really shouldn't be using uh, Wi-Fi um, uh, in the client's Wi-Fi. You really want to be using uh, Hotspot. So if you're like business owner uh, listening, then you know supplying your staff with tablets, phones um, that have cell service enabled. And then um, like if you're BCBA, for example, uh, also as a computer, and then maybe they're, they're needing to like log in to whatever and download something, then they can hotspot using their phone uh, and then download whatever they need to, uh, to, to, to use their computer. Um, but yeah, don't, don't use um, uh, the client's Wi-Fi. We have no idea who else is using it. We have no idea what kind of router they're using. Uh, we don't know if there's spam on it, like a, a spyware or, or malware in their system. We have no idea. So this really is not a good idea um, to use um, their Wi-Fi. I know it happens all the time, but you should avoid that at all costs. You know, I've, I've talked to some security experts on this and they're like, like some people are, well, we'll use just use VPN, so a virtual private network. The problem with that is, again, you, you still don't know what uh, the security on that internet is, and there is a point before before when you connect to Wi-Fi, and then your VPN starts working um, that that you're exposed. And do people turn on their VPN? Do they forget to turn on their their VPN? Uh, um, like there, there's just so many things. And then what type of VPN are you using? So people will use like, I mean, it's normal to, to go as cheap as possible because uh, VPN has a wide range of prices. And then, you know, there have been some free-ish VPNs that turned out that they were completely taking all of the data that they were apparently supposed to be protecting. And then they were selling it to third parties uh, to advertise to their customers. So like VPN is not this secure locked panacea. It, it's uh, so we really want to avoid that. Uh, it, like it's just another layer of, uh, of, of issue that can happen. So rather than get involved in that at all, hotspotting onto a secure cell service is going to be your best bet. And then privacy screens on all of your devices, you know, so somebody's standing behind you, they, they don't see if you've got maybe three or four reports up on your computer, uh, it can kind of block what people can see on their device unless they're like right in front of it. So you can get those on Amazon. Um, and then, you know, you, like, I, I'm sure that everyone can relate to this, but like, you know, you are maybe collecting data on your iPad or computer, and then you have to like get involved in the session. Um, and then you put your device down and it's wide open and then maybe somebody else is in the house and they can, they potentially have access to it. Um, and so having it so that they auto lock after a very short amount of time. So like we're talking maybe 30 seconds or a minute. I know it's super annoying, but having them so that they auto lock so someone else can't go on the device and, and get into it is a good idea. Uh, and then when you are letting clients use the device, which happens all the time, especially for techs. Um, right. Yeah. In our company, we had like the techs had iPads and mm -hmm. that was a portion of that was because they needed certain programs to right. run with the kids, like right. maybe if the family didn't have, we're trying out something before we asked the family to invest in something. Right. Yeah. So then make it like you can set it up so that it can be locked into one app or a kiosk 
uh, mode where nothing else can be touched if they hit the home button or some device don't have a home button anymore but um like if you, you they can't leave that app right they can only do certain things so setting it up so it's locked just to that one particular app that you're using mm-hmm. is a good idea and then if you need to switch apps you would do the same thing over well and then too what is the I can't remember what that what it's called, but like on iPhones, I'm sure it's on other phones too. It's like where when your text message pops up on your screen, mm-hmm. like it doesn't display like the content of right. the message because that's you know the next thing is keeping it client specific. If you're in, you know, Joe Smith's house and Joe Smith's your client, then um, you know you you don't want to be talking about you know Susie right. who's a client, a completely different client. Um, in a different home, you know, with the tech and the BCBA, we, we, we know that, right? Like we're not gonna, if a, if a tech asks a question about another client, we say, I'm sorry, well, honey, talk about that later. Or, you know, we just ask them not to even ask those until mm-hmm. later. And, you know, you're not going to be working on Susie's report while you're in Johnny's house. You know, we, all of those boundaries, we know that, but just those like, you know, accidental, those like things that slip that we don't even think about. Like if another tech from another house hold, you know, working in another household is texting us about a client and, you know, if that pops up. Now, I know we were talking about privacy screen and locking it, but still. Yeah, you can turn off notifications and then you should also turn off so that like any of those apps that you are like, maybe you're using Google Voice to text or maybe you're using Microsoft Teams, right? So uh, I I don't like, don't recommend texting client information in an actual text. It should be in some kind of secure system. Of course, But like uh, having it so that those notifications don't show up on the lock screen, right? So that Mm -hmm. if somebody does get your device, they can see, oh, I see what they're talking about. Like, so um, just having it so that those don't pop up on the lock screen. You have to unlock your phone and then get those notifications. That's always a good idea. I just think you have to be more vigilant and you have to think outside of the box a little about keeping things private and secure when you're not in a clinic setting, right. which, which is mostly private and secure. Mm-hmm. You have a lot more control yes. over the environment and setting it up for your staff to have success and for yourself to have success to keep all of these privacy type things um, in check, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. You just have less control over the environment day to day, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it could be perfect one day and then it, it's a complete, maybe grandmother, some friends are that right? So it's just, it's like, it's just an unknown environment. And, and so you have to make sure that you just have those extra steps in place. Some people are nosy, right? And, yeah. so, and so you just ha- you have to make sure that you just you keep everything private, especially working with children, right? Like, yeah. I um, mean, we're, we're not expecting for there to be like criminals and people of malice out there, but we, we don't know. And right. it's our it's our job. It's our duty to keep our clients information safe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, like you mentioned, keeping it client specific, so we're not discussing other clients in, in someone else's home. And then, if you are collecting um, and using paper pencil, you shouldn't be using pe- pencil. You, like if you're doing pen paper, uh, data sheets, uh, session notes. The, the, okay, fine. I, I don't recommend it. You really need a practice management system. <laughs> um, Especially when you're talking about recoupment audits, like I mean, it will yeah. pay for itself. Yeah, it will for pay for many itself and, and, and just stress and anxiety over that. But we had a system, but we also did paper and pencil, and then we would take pictures of it and upload it to the cloud. 
in their file, right? And then once we knew it was safe like, and secure, like a HIPAA, yeah, of course, of course, like yeah. that, and yeah. and then once we knew it was safe and secure, then we could shred those that information, and then they would be forever attached to that session. But like, if 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 you're transporting it, which you would obviously be transporting it, it needs to be locked when you are not like it, when it's not with you. So, um, like have a a briefcase or they have those locking like portable filing cabinet type things amazon a great uh, place for that and then putting it into the trunk of your car rather than putting it in your back seat or uh like you want to hide it right so you don't want it visible and you would do the same thing for your computer and your devices right it's like who knows where you're going like is it high crime area or not it doesn't really matter you just want the less people can see your stuff the less like the less likely they're going to smash a window and steal it, right? So hiding it in the trunk, locking everything up is a really good idea. Yeah, I mean, and and think about it too, like even if you have a policy within your agency that everything is electronic, like they're not allowed to print off reports and bring it needs to be electronic. If you think about that, there are still like, you know, if a parent gives you the copy of the IEP, like most of the time you're not going to say, oh, no, I can't accept that. I need you to scan that right. and send it to me, especially if they don't have the resources to do that. Right. So like even if you just have a kid's IP in your in your bag and or you take notes on a notebook and you use any, you know, PHI in that, even if you're not really meaning to, right. um, then, um, you know, any of that stuff. So really, especially as a BCBA, um, you know, really to your techs, right? Yes. Um it's really not specific to BCBs. In fact, no. I feel like techs might have more, like it might be more likely that a tech would have a client information on paper, like in a notebook, right? Then I don't know. Who knows, right? Well, I don't know how you guys work. Right. I, we all work a little bit differently. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like err on the side of caution and that will keep things mm -hmm. more safe. Yeah, depending on your policy. If you have a policy in place, <laughs> And where you have to have things electronic and you're not allowed to have stuff on paper as you're transporting, then that's a different story because like then you've put those policies in place and they're not following it. So right. that gives you an avenue. Right. But if, if it is like a known thing where there there there's client information uh, on paper, just keep it keep it locked up. Yeah. I, I don't know how much those like little filing locked filing briefcase things are. I don't know, but it definitely is a lot cheaper than having to pay um a fee if you've you know yeah i mean it, you're just you're, it's just keeping everything safe and organized yeah. too as well right and then like the the thing with techs is that um is that they're probably like i i think more so than than bcbs but like when you're getting into paper uh the the issue is and i guess it's for everyone is that okay fine i i took it from client a and then I, I, I'm driving to the next client, I have it locked up and I'm only taking client B's session notes out and blah, 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 blah. What happens at night, right? So I now have this folder, this locked folder and my devices and I have to bring them in the house. And so there is that period of time where like there, there are family members in, in their home maybe, right? That has potential access to this so again having it locked up just so that people can't get through it right and kids can't get through it and put their peanut butter, butter fingers all over everything even just like stuff like that and not meaning to like steal somebody's identity but like 
they take the picture, the 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 sheets out, and they get ripped up, and you know, like well, all, like just yeah. anything like that. And that's right? a really good thing too, because you were talking about like audits, and like if you need to be, I mean, because we are we're responsible mm-hmm. for holding on to these medical records. Right. I mean, that's what essentially. I mean, they're, they they're medical records, mm-hmm. even if it's like jotted on a piece of scrap paper. And you've got like the man data from from Susie today. Then right. like that's medical record. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, to be to be clear. And so um, also too, like there are issues that w- happen with our staff over the years. Like if someone's um, car got stolen, right. we had one attack who her car caught on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, she was heading out to vacation. I mean, not luckily for her, but I mean, she. That was one of the first thoughts that she said was, like, oh, my gosh, my my work stuff. Right. Because okay. we all have these of those of us who have traveling offices have these like trunks full of stuff, full of all of our stuff. And so she had taken all of that out um, heading out on vacation. So she wasn't responsible for any client information that got lost or right. whatever. But like so we would make sure that we had them. Their policy was that they had to take pictures of this data and upload it to a secure location prior to leaving because of what happens if you get in a car accident right. and like right. the stuff's destroyed. So that's another big piece. So that's like another talk for another day, but I know practiced um, like the software practice management stuff is like, there's not one that people can all agree on that right. everybody loves. Um, and I mean, that's tricky. I mean, yeah. we, we use the, we use the hybrid, like we use paper pencil and we use some like in, in home, um, not in home, in, within our company stuff that Steven developed. Yeah, so, and then like, if you are, again, if you're using paper pencil, try to avoid PHI at all costs. So like, no no names, no dates of birth, right? Stuff like this. We should be using like, uh, client IDs uh, across the board. Uh, That's a great, yeah, that's what we had like. So that at least if you do have like session information, it doesn't tie that back to a specific client. Um, So that that I I do highly recommend. Oh, little trip here Mm -hmm. though, like a trick, trick, Mm -hmm. tip. I was gonna say tip and I was gonna say trick and it came out like weird. But so we we did, we did not allow client information, I mean, client name or initials on any piece of paper. They had like a client number. Um, However, when we did send, have to send files into insurance for recruitment audits, like we we then had to supply them a key because that's one big piece that they want to see on every piece of paper is the client name. So we explained to them why we didn't put client names on it. And then here's our client number and here's the client number that matches the client name. All right, so what do we have next? Okay, what if we were out and about? I mean, you know, working at the local coffee shop, the library, um, anywhere where you're out in public. Yeah, so I mean, again, don't use public Wi-Fi, right? Even if you have VPN. So like, it's very easy for people to create a fake Wi-Fi. Um, so you think you're logging onto Starbucks, but you're not logging onto Starbucks. So uh, again, Starbucks is public. Who knows who's on there? Who knows what's going on? So we need to use um, hotspot. Uh, or cell service, I uh, highly, highly recommend doing that. Um, so, uh, and then uh, like very similar to working in home, privacy screens on all devices, make sure that you put the device down, it auto locks pretty much immediately. So if someone swipes the phone that it's locked and then you can wipe it if you need to. 
Um, and then uh, obviously we like, you know, we're not getting into all the HIPAA stuff, but everything needs to be encrypted, right? All your devices need to be encrypted. Um, and, and then, you know, again, obviously we're not having like, we're not in, we're not in Starbucks the, having a supervision, right? Talking about clients and what they should do and like that kind of stuff. We just, we should not be doing that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then also tying that to the paper, right? If you are working with paper documents, like you really shouldn't be doing that in Starbucks right. or right. your local coffee shop, or, you know, maybe if you need to go to the library, you can reserve study rooms that you can go right. in and shut the door and like close the, the blinds, right? Like, um, so just, you know, just be really mindful about what, because I mean, you just not even think about it. You have your IP or something mm -hmm. sitting out here, some notes with client information on it, and you run up to get a napkin and you come back, right? And it's you got that information yeah. exposed. Yeah. yeah. So very similar to the in-home, we just want to make sure that we're keeping everything secure, mm -hmm. mitigating as much risk as we possibly can. And then home office. So if you're the business owner, we've got lots of things, but like, you know, uh, a lot virtual is still going on virtual telehealth. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, you know, so evenly policies for yes. your staff who mm -hmm. are doing virtual mm -hmm. sessions. We like for for the business owner, if you're going to expense off your home office, it does need to be uh, a separate area that is only used for the business. And again, in our ABA business leaders membership, we do talk to accountants about expensing off stuff like this and how you can do it. And utility expenses and all that stuff. We're not getting into that, but we do need a separate if you're going that way, it does need to be a separate location that is used just for the business. And then obviously, like it, we want it, we want it locked, right? So we really need to have a like a bedroom with a lock type thing, or um, and then a locked filing cabinet. So again, if you are doing paper stuff, which uh, like it's unavoidable, like the, again, the vast majority of it you can avoid, but there's still going to be some, and okay. so making sure that it's locked up and secure. Uh, if people are mailing you remittance or EOB mm -hmm. to your home, having those locked up, if they're, maybe they're emailing you authorization, or sorry, they're, they're mailing you authorizations, you know, like this stuff does happen. Uh, so having those locked up um, and then, you know, any session information that has not been scanned, uploaded to the cloud and, and shredded, obviously would need to be locked up. If you're doing... And this would, I guess, go for all staff, right? If you're mm -hmm. doing virtual telehealth sessions from the home, uh, then, you know, having, and, and there are other people in the home, even if like it's an apartment, I guess it would probably be a good idea to have like a sound machine uh, for those virtual sessions and meetings, right? Um, and then, you know, some could like, don't have like vulgar stuff in the background <laughs> like yeah, uh when you're doing that kind right. of stuff. professional background and <laughs> right. i think we all kind of had a little taste of how to how to set that up mm -hmm. you know and like if you if your bed's in the background putting a filter in right. or you know me you know um and that's that's just friendly advice right? And, right and and if you and that's i mean that's something we did at our company once we started doing virtual um, more for the virtual sessions for so the meetings because if they're just meetings with like our staff like I, I don't care if I can see your your bed in the background who cares but like more like for the professional of like um, when you're meeting with a, with a client and um, and just keeping things like distraction free and 
And then uh, I, I do also recommend having a separate Wi-Fi. Again, this is for the owners. I still recommend if the RBT is doing telehealth sessions, this should be done with secure cell service. Yeah. Uh, they should not be using their own. Again, we just don't know who else is on that Wi-Fi. There, there is zero control over that Wi-Fi. Who's allowed on there? What they're doing on their devices? It's just it's it's um it's not a good idea. So they should be using their cell service for telehealth as well. And then uh, I, there was something that it slipped my mind, and I can't I can't remember. Well, what I mean, else. while you're trying to remember that, there was something a point that I was making earlier, mm -hmm. and then I got like completely sidetracked. Mm -hmm. I sidetracked myself, but like you know policies and procedures. So you know as the as the business owner, like making sure that we do have policies and procedures in place for those staff who are going to be conducting any work in their home environment right. or in public. I mean, of course you're gonna, I mean, it's kind of, I, I guess it feels like, to me, it feels like a known thing that you're gonna have that within your policies and procedures when they're working in home services, right? Mm -hmm. But like, are you also covering if they're working in a coffee shop or if they're like, let's say that they didn't get their session notes finished and so they pulled over into a coffee shop to finish that. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. depending on, what their responsibilities are, um, even as a as a tech who typically only you know provides services directly, and that's really the most of what they do. Just making sure you have policies and procedures in place for everybody in all situations, all locations that they could be working in. Yeah, and then for in home, like the home office for the business owner, it, it, some funders do require, even though you're doing in home and all that. Uh, so there would be no, it's not a clinic. It's just you have a home office and, and you're starting your agency some of them still will come to your home office yeah. and do their in-network audit so you know we did that we and, had and a so, we had a rep in our yeah. sitting in our dining room yeah. and, and so like we uh they still wanted employee posters on the wall right they uh they wanted to see the locked filing uh the filing cabinet and the locked door for where we kept our records mm -hmm. so like that that's just something to be aware of um as you're doing this and, and we um, did have like a designated separate office space for that yeah um to have all of that you know like we had like a little kitchen desk area like a little desk area in the kitchen which we did work sometimes you know but especially at the beginning where we needed to separate and go to two separate locations to get stuff done versus right. all being in this one office. Right. But, um, you know, like for the main part, like having showing that you have a dedicated office space, yeah. um, it was really important to them. All right. So, yeah, that's again, keeping it dedicated. So, again, for many reasons, you're going to want to keep this dedicated, uh, you know, just for like your health and well-being. <laughs> you need to be able to shut work off uh, at some point. Uh, and, and so like ha having it so that this space is just for work, if at all possible. Uh, and so privacy, you know, state and fed privacy, HIPAA compliance, blah, 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 taxes. Again, you know, if you're wanting to expense off your home office, then we need it to be dedicated, uh, just for the office. Um, and then work, work life balance. You want to break, you want to shut it off. You want to just be able to close those doors and leave it right. And then, especially as an ABA owner, especially as you're starting out that first year or two yeah. and you're doing all the things and wearing all the hats and it's like pretty much all consuming. It's really nice 
to be able to shut a door and walk away from it, even put a sign on it that says like, I'm closed, right? Like reminding yourself, or if you don't have a dedicated office space, you have like a corner and you're like, studio apartment or something, putting a screen up, yeah. putting a sign that's closed, it's yeah. really helpful too. Uh, and then I do also recommend having just work and personal devices and having those separate. So your personal devices are your personal devices. And and so get a work phone, right? Again, there are many reasons why you should get a work phone. You don't want to give out your private, per, you don't want to give out your personal number to mm -hmm. clients or employees, um, especially like you're going to have some disgruntled employees and they're going to probably call you and, and scream at you. And so them not having your personal number is probably a good idea. Uh, so, um, so yeah, and then same with clients. You just don't want to give that out. So at midnight, you're not getting texts from employees and, and um, uh, clients saying, what do I do? What do I do? That, that, that device is in your office. It's locked up. It's secure. And, uh, and, and then you can use your device to scroll on Facebook if you want, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anything else that you would like to add? No, to? I just wish we had like a clip of the song because I have like keep it dedicated. Like mm -hmm. I have that it's, song it's in keep my it separate. I know it's keep it separated, <laughs> but I'm like keep it dedicated. Like it's just like it's complete. It's like playing in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. No, I just I I think that um you know it's it's kind of a simple topic in, in a sense, but I guess like it's just a kind of um, promote some awareness and mindfulness yeah. of like these things that we kind of just get in a groove of doing things a certain way. And we don't even think about it. We don't even stop to think, Oh, hold on a minute. What am I doing right now? Is this okay? Right. So just, you know, just take it a minute and, um, taking that pause and, and like through mindfulness and, you know, when you're in your work hours, right? Like the intention of making sure that you're following all the things that, you need to follow to keep everyone safe and to do your job ethically and all of that. So yeah, just some reminders for everybody today. And that's it. So hopefully this is helpful. If you have anything to add, uh, we'll probably be putting this up on YouTube now. Our YouTube channel yeah, should be starting soon. soon. So we'll have the podcast. You can listen to it. You can watch it on YouTube. We'll probably have links in our podcast if you want to watch our clips. Uh, and then obviously, all of our videos and the full content is in the ABA Business Leaders membership uh, where you can get like that HIPAA compliance that is specific for owners and, and um, uh, the leaders of the company and how to set up your clinic space, right? Getting those leases correct for you and uh, planning that out. So yeah, uh, again, hopefully this is helpful. Uh, if there is other content you would like to see, just let us know. Okay. And have a wonderful day. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about 3Pi Squared and the products and services that we provide, please go to www.3pisquared.com. And if you enjoy our podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe or add it to your favorites. This way you won't miss any episodes. And you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn by searching 3Pi Squared. Thank you so much for listening.